Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. The 50s, that's when America was an America that I loved. That was an America that I understood. That was before all of the communities that have been created by the Alinskys of America. It started with God knows which community, but we have so many communities. We have the LGBT community. We have the gay community, the black community, the Latino community, the Asian community, the Native American community, the Pacific Islander community, the Indian community, the Muslim community, the millennial community, the elderly community, the homeless communities. We have the addiction community, the disabled community, the migrant community, the atheist community, the poor community the physically challenged community, the mentally challenged community, the woman community, we have the high challenge community, the bald community, the short community, the tall community, the bearded community. In other words, in the new new America created by the communists, we have a fractured America which has been divided to make it easier to be conquered. Now, I have an admission to make today. You may find shocking, but I'm going to make this admission. I've been holding it back for a long time, and... I think we all have to let it all hang out and admit who we really are. Michael Savage has an admission to make. I am a community organizer of the Patriot community. So welcome to the Patriot community, because that's all who listens to this show. The people who sound like occasional cortex don't belong in this community. They go back where they came from. The communists don't belong in this community. I want to say something really positive here. Being, I'm going to read a quote from the Navy SEALs Fund spokesperson, Rachel Zeron, D-Z-I-E-R-A, Navy SEALs Fund. I'm quoting her now. Being on the Savage Nation helped start the momentum for Eddie's case, especially getting his wife Andrea's voice heard. Thank you, Navy SEALs Fund. Thank you, Navy SEALs Fund. Eddie Gallagher, as you know, has been found innocent because he always was. Uh, As you well know, the military has been penetrated by malevolent drones. I didn't know that they had infiltrated even elite communities such as the Navy SEALs, but I believe now after this trial, there is clear evidence that after Obama, who himself was a malevolent drone of those who hate this country and everything it stands for, mainly the Islamist community, The malevolent drones have infiltrated the Navy SEALs, and they've infiltrated all branches of the government and military after Obama. Now, what do I mean by malevolent drones? They look like us. They sound like us. They talk like us. But they're malevolent. They're not like us. They're not patriots. And the malevolent drones, as you could see with the Gallagher case, as you can see what they did to uh, the Supreme Court justice, you can see who the malevolent drones are. Do you know who I'm talking about? Remember they accused him of gang rape? You remember who did it? Diane Feinstein? Kamala Harris is a malevolent drone. They're all the same. And what do they use? What are the tactics of the malevolent drones after they infiltrate government or military? They use slander and lies and deceit to conquer their enemies. Now, you can see this most clearly today with the girl from New York, the uh, 
the the idiot. I mean, she is really stupid because she has stepped on so many toes now. It's inevitable that the party itself is going to punish her some way. I'm surprised, incidentally, that occasional cortex has not been has not been taken to task by Pelosi, who is a power mad woman. And something I know about power madness is that it corrupts. How she lets this lunatic make statements that are laughable. How you let a um, a person such as her infiltrate your own party where the whole country can finally see with their own eyes what a deceitful liar this girl is and how it will affect them in any election after this. I do not, I do not know what Pelosi is doing and what she thinks, but I do know this. We can see with the malevolent drone occasional cortex as an example what I mean by using slander and lies and deceit to conquer. She goes down to the border and she says they're drinking toilet water. That's because she knows either she knew she was lying or she's too dumb to understand that the sink that was being used in those detention facilities was a combo spigot for water and a toilet. That's how you save on plumbing, number one, in jails, and number two, it prevents the prisoners from taking apart the sink and using the parts to make shivs. That's something you would think occasional cortex would have known, but she didn't. Or did she? Well, she's a malevolent drone is what I'm saying. And those who accused the Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher of killing someone on the battlefield is an example of how far the malevolent drones have come, having infiltrated even the Navy SEALs. I spoke to a fellow who knows from the inside what happened here. And he said to me, these are holdovers the officer class that did this to uh, Gallagher, uh, were put there by Obama. Remember I told you we had to purge the military of all the people from captain and above who had been appointed under Obama? Do you remember I wrote that two books ago? I mean, who do you think you're talking to here? What do you think, I'm just shooting hot, hot, hot air off here? Two of my books ago, I wrote to you that after Obama leaves, whoever becomes president, if we win, if we should win, he is going to have to go through the entire military command structure and demote or dismiss everyone, captain and above, who have been appointed under Obama. Every last one of them is a malevolent drone, and every one of them is activated right now, undermining the United States government through the United States military. And I stand by those words. There should be an investigation of the investigators who did this to Eddie Gallagher, particularly that prosecutor. Who is he? He puts on the dress uniform that looks like Eddie Gallagher, the Navy SEAL hero, but he's nothing but a scummy lawyer. A filthy lawyer in drag. He likes to put on the drag of a Navy SEAL. You remember when Mrs. Gallagher was on this show and she almost cried on this show? What a tough, beautiful woman she is. And she said, yes, the prosecutor who lied about my husband gets to wear the very same dress uniform that Eddie wears in the courtroom. Can you believe this? He plays at being a hero, but he's far from a hero. He's an enemy within. And there must be consequences to this behavior, whether it is in Congress or the military. Remember, we own the presidency. He's our president now. Just re- listen to what I just said. He's our president now. The Senate is our Senate now. The House is filled with left-wing, lying, deceitful people, 90% of whom are communists. We, we know that. Do I have to name names? No, I won't name the names. We need a new UAC, a House of Un-American Activities Committee. The likelihood of that happening is very low because the House is run by fanatical left-wingers. They would never create such a committee. But getting back to the issue of today, the fractured America divided in order to be conquered, and uh, the fact that the largest number of listeners to this program 
probably most talk radio, which is conservative, I would say uh, represents the patriot community. Would you say that's accurate? I would. Now, the word patriot itself is almost controversial in America today because of the vermin on the left. Because of the vermin who run the media, they've made you embarrassed if you put a flag in front of your house or if you called yourself a patriot. They made you somewhat suspect. But if you're from Mexico and you go to a boxing match and you fly the Mexican flag, that's a good flag to the vermin who run the media. They have nothing to say. But put an American flag outside your condominium and your condo board of condo commies or Bolshe Bolshevik corned beef eaters will call you a Nazi for flying the American flag outside your house. This is all wrong. This is a nation upside down right now. And there is a way to write it. I'm not going to sit here and whine and complain like Rush Limbaugh. You know, listen to him. He sounds like he's whiny and crying all day long. What's with him? Voice is high-pitched and whining about how bad things are. Why doesn't he make a suggestion about how to fix it? Like I do on a daily basis. Like I do in all of my books. Like I do in all of my tweets. When the, when the right wing, if it is a right wing and I don't believe it for one minute, starts whining and complaining, they lost already. They're like kids in a playground who had a ball taken away from there, sitting and whining. He took the ball away from me. Well, go grab the ball back from the left instead of whining about it every day. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Now, I want to play a soundbite for you. There's uh, another community that I haven't mentioned yet, the jackass community. And I would say the head of the jackass community, well, there's a lot of heads of the jackass community. One you probably know, Occasional Cortex, she maybe is today the head of the jackass community. Sheila Jackson Lee, jackass community. Nadler, jackass community. Well, here's one that you cannot believe. Here's Dem Representative Frederica Wilson in Florida saying making fun of members of Congress should be prosecuted. I'm not making this up. Here is a sitting member of Congress saying anyone who ridicules any member of Congress should be prosecuted. And she calls herself a liberal Democrat. Listen to the head of the jackass party, Frederica Wilson. Those people who are online making fun of members of Congress are a disgrace. And there's no need for anyone to think that is unacceptable. We're going to shut them down and work with whoever it is to shut them down and they should be prosecuted. You cannot intimidate members of Congress, threaten members of Congress. It is against the law and it's a shame in this United States of America. So that's the head of the jackass community in the United States Congress. She's not alone, though. Nadler would be a member. I can name five of them right off the top of my head. But Frederica Wilson today wins the prize for being the head of the jackass community in the United States Congress. Savage. You know, we're never going to agree on everything, but I think we can all agree uh, that we can all use more sleep, right? Getting a great night's sleep is much easier than ever thanks to the world's softest sheets brought to you by Bowl and Branch. Everything Bowl and Branch makes, from bedding to blankets, is made from pure 100% organic cotton, which means they start out super soft and they get even softer over time. I mean, it's organic cotton. Try to match that one. Everyone who tries Bowl and Branch sheets loves them. That's why they have thousands of five-star reviews. And Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, Fast Company are all talking about Bowl and Branch. Their sheets are even loved by three U.S. presidents. They want you to love your purchase, too. So listen to this. They're offering you a no-risk, 30-day trial, and free shipping. But I doubt that you'll want to send them back. Once you sleep on their sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. So let me get you started right now. Okay? You get $50 off on your first set of sheets at BowlingBranch.com, promo code NATION. 
Did you hear me? Simple. Go to bowlandbranch.com for $50 off your first set of sheets. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code NATION. Bowlandbranch.com. Promo code NATION. And you will have the softest, sweetest sleep of your life. Simply by going to bowlandbranch.com. Promo code NATION. I feel completely grateful and, and uh, blessed to have the support that I had this whole time from the uh, from the country and from um, all the troops. This sm- small group of SEALs that decided to uh, concoct this story in no way, shape, or form represent the, com- the community that I've you know loved and uh, gave my soul to. So this has put a uh, a black eye on the uh, this community. That's Eddie Gallagher, Free Eddie. We've been after freeing Eddie for a very long time. The Navy SEAL acquitted of the ISIS murder, says the media tried to frame him. And I want to thank the members of the Savage Nation. If you emailed or you wrote your congressperson or your senator or even the president way back when, when everyone was trying to condemn him or was afraid to say the right thing here, uh, we did it. We were, we were amongst the first, if not the first, and Navy SEALs Fund acknowledges the following, she said, being on the Savage Nation helped start the momentum for Eddie's case, especially getting his wife, Andrea's voice heard. Again, I don't need the credit. What I need is to know that I helped somebody who was innocent. This guy is the backbone of America. This, this guy represents what the cops represent to me, the street cops, what the average soldier represents to me, what the average Air Force pilot represents to me, what the average naval officer represents to me. This is, this guy, Eddie Gallagher, was the sum, the sin qua known of all of them. He represented all of them to me. And if we don't stand up for these guys when they're unfairly accused like this, and we let the shrikes like half cortex slander her way to the top, we're going to lose this country as sure as I'm sitting here. And there's no reason we, the majority of this country, should let these shrikes and these communists take over this country. It is a battle. Make no mistake about it. You're in a war. Whether you know it or not, whether you sit silently or not, whether you think that by listening to a show such as mine or others, you're contributing to the cause. You may be in a certain in a certain way, but you're not really. You're passive. I'm afraid that they're very active and they're activated and they're winning right now. They're winning the culture wars. When you see an unknown moron like uh, this hideous Shrike, I call her, half cortex, slandering her way all to the top, she calls it a concentration camp. When a real Jewish survivor in his 90s who lost his whole family to the Nazis says she should be thrown out of Congress and nobody in the media, including the Jews, take his side, you understand what side the media is on. You understand that? But we, the people, are the majority. And the majority of the majority are extremely patriotic. The majority of the majority love the military and the police. The majority of the majority hate flag burners and would like to see them arrested. The majority of the majority was on Eddie Gallagher's side, not on the side of the ISIS teen. I love when they throw the word teen. You hear a 17-year-old teen. Have you seen the teens in the streets of America? They're innocent little children, aren't they? The teens, two of them shot another two yesterday here in the Bay Area. Teens. What does the word teen mean? Tell me what it means. You put a gun in the hands of a teen. What is he, a teen? He's a killer. What do you mean, teen? Teen. All of a sudden, the word teens gives you immunity. From prosecution, not in my book. ISIS teen stabbed in the neck by a Navy SEAL. First of all, I wasn't there and you weren't there. 
I love all of the quarterbacking after the fact by people who were not there. All I know is this. If we had had the rules of engagement that we have today, going into World War II, you would be speaking German or you'd be a lampshade. That's a savage quote. Write it down. If you left-wing garbage, you left-wing fanatics, if you left-wing communist scum had been in charge of this country as you seem to be in charge of the culture wars right now, if you have been running the media in 1939, we'd be speaking German and most of you would be lampshades. And so I say we are at war and we're losing the culture war. We are losing the culture war. We can't just whine about them. We've got to fight back. And fight back is what gets me up in the morning. So when I saw that Eddie Gallagher was found not guilty, I said, yeah, I'm going to talk about that today. It's a big deal. Then I wake up and nothing's happened to occasional cortex for comparing the superb, wonderful care that the illegal alien kids are getting on the border to those who died in the concentration camp after being worked to death and tortured to death. What are they fleeing in Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador? They're fleeing better conditions than they have there on the border? Do you think most of these people had running water? Do you think that they had an indoor toilet? If you think so, you're wrong. They didn't have running water in a toilet. Do you think that they had nice sheets, air conditioning, television? If that's your idea of a concentration camp, you're sicker than Jerry Nadler. You're sicker than occasional cortex. You are sicker than the worst of the Antifa people if you believe those are concentration camps. That's all I can say to you. Now, if you think fighting back isn't working, you're mistaken. Because of voices like mine and voices like yours, the police in Portland have been activated now, and they're looking for other members of the Antifa violence brigades. Why? Because the mayor has to be investigated by the FBI. Ted Wheeler needs to be dragged over the coals by the FBI for aiding and abetting Antifa. Savage. Did you spend the night tossing and turning again? You know, sleep is very important. The quality of your sleep affects the quality of your daily life. It does. If you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try a purple mattress. Now, how is purple different from other mattresses? The purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it actually uses this brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like the memory foam that we're all used to. You see, the purple mattress feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. How does that work? Well, it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool. It ends up giving you the zero-gravity-like feel, so it works for any sleeping position. 100-night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty. You get free shipping and returns. You get free in-home setup and old mattress removal. You're going to love Purple, and right now my listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's right. In addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide, just text SAVAGE to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text SAVAGE, S-A-V-A-G-E, to 84888. That's S-A-V-A-G-E to 84888. S-A-V-A-G-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. That's SAVAGE to 84888.
I'm Michael Savage, a proud member of the Patriot uh, community. There's so many communities in the country. Uh, since I'm a community organizer of the Patriot community, I'm very proud to, uh, to be here for you today. I want to read to you something because I grew up with poor people. I didn't know about rich. I lived uh, with immigrants. Most of them were very poor, and some of them worked their way up out of poverty. Some didn't. So when I hear them complaining about their lifestyle down at the border, I really got to laugh and I get angry. Let me tell you about gold sand. Gold sand was my favorite adopted grandfather. And what happened to him is he got mustard gassed in France in World War I. And he lived in a room for $12 a month. He's probably dead by now until they jacked up his rent to 35 a month. I'm probably talking about in the 60s. That almost killed him. So you see, this poor guy lived in this room without heat, and they slept wrapped in a newspaper. That's how poor people lived in America in the 1950s even. You hear this? This jackass there, Cortex, goes down there. They don't have 600 thread sheets. They're not getting a hair shampoo every day with a hairdresser. So they're being kept in a concentration camp. So he lives in this room without heat, wrapped in a newspaper. He wrapped his feet in a newspaper, slept under a dozen blankets. But then he saved every dime he had, and he bought bought a house. What did he buy? A little tiny cheap house up in the Catskill Mountains. And I remember when I was a young man, and I was first dating some people I could travel with, some girls. I'd go up to the Catskill Mountains in the early spring, right after winter, when nobody was there. It was cold as hell. And he'd give me the key for me to go open up this little paradise that he bought for himself, this house up in the mountains, this poor man. And, you know, then I knew that I was a man. i come back to the city, and Goldstein would look at me and say with a smile, a sweet smile on his old face, he'd say, so how was the country? And he'd look at me with that beautiful face. He'd look up and ask, how was the country? He always wanted to know how the country was. And although Goldstein was 72 years old at the time, he was not worried. He had 46 more years to live. How did he know he had 46 more years to live? You see, four years before, some very alarming symptoms overtook him. Gold Sam began to sweat heavily. He had difficulty breathing. He ran a fever, the works. Sure that the end was coming, Gold Sam visited with Shapiro, the king of old men, on New York's Lower East Side. Shapiro, who was then 98 years old, asked his ailing friend, What's the matter? You afraid you're going to die? Yes, offered the ailing Gold Sam. How many more years you want? 50? So you got him. 50 more years to live. That was four years earlier. So now Goldsand had at least another 46 years to go. Oh, by the way, what was the illness? Well, that was cured with a piece of crusty Italian bread. <laughs> I got to tell you the rest of the story. He thought he was dying because he had it like a lump in his throat. So the old man says, okay, you got 46 more years to go. Leave me alone. So then he got cured. How? While enjoying what he thought was one of his last meals, he indulged himself in a piece of this crusty loaf quite different from the usual rye and pumpernickel that he usually ate. So he ate this crusty Italian bread. And as he swallowed, he felt something tear off in his throat and a slimy fluid oozing out. And that was it. From then on, he breathed easier. His countenance was restored. No fever, nothing. Rudetsky, the doctor to these men, later speculated that a small bone had become large in the old man's throat. A cyst enveloped his bone and began to grow around it. And this is what the high fever was about. White corpuscles fighting off the invading growth. That's all in a savage life. That's the story of a piece of the story of my childhood. I thought you'd enjoy it. And that's a true story. Love that old guy. Love going up to 
I'm not going to go to Washington, D.C. to see the flyover or the flies on the wall. I, I'm glad Trump has tanks, planes, and trains and airplanes. I think that's going to be great to watch on TV. I love it. I personally love military equipment. So if I get a chance to see my military flying over or crumbling, you know, rolling down the street, I love that. Why are you opposed to that? Why are liberals terrified of seeing a tank roll down the street? That just shows our military prowess. What are you so ashamed of? You could have an LGBTQ float. You mean waving rainbow flags? And that's your idea of projecting power to the world? Okay, different strokes for different folks, as you say. So let us old Americans and young Americans alike who are patriots, let us have our day. Because I don't give a damn what you think anyway. Because our president is ours now, not yours. Remember that. He's running the country, not that shrieker from the Bronx. He's running the country, not the ticket fixer from Brooklyn. He's running the country, not the psychopath from Southern California or Northern California or points in between. And he wants airplanes in the sky flying over the White House. Good for him. He wants tanks going down Pennsylvania Avenue. So do I. The more the merrier. Let the world see America is back. Let the world see we're not ashamed of ourselves. that we're proud to be Americans and we're proud of our military and we're proud of our military force. And if you don't like it, do what you want. But he's our president now, not yours. And if you don't like it, go somewhere else. That's what I think. And I'm looking forward to it myself. I'm not going anywhere. Why are these left wingers so ashamed to be in this country when they've done so well? You know, I was in a place. I went for a pizza and, a, and something to relax after five. I had to move only three times from, from the conversations I couldn't stand listening to. It's not that I'm not tolerant. Why did they have to talk so loud? Well, the final move came when I sat myself outside in an atrium, and adjacent to me was an older woman and her mature son, probably he was in his 50s, she was in her 70s. They were fairly well-dressed for their pizza pie and their happy hour uh, saving on the thing. Well, I paid as little attention to them as I could, but they saw they had a live customer on the opposite side of the atrium, so they raised their voice. See what I mean? Once they see a customer sitting there that they can bother, there go the voices, so the Adult son starts in with mentioning a magazine called Slate. I said, oh, God, here it comes. And he tells his mother, well, do you know what Slate is? And she said, no, never heard of it. He says, well, it's a left of center publication that's rather erudite. And she says, oh, well, that's, that's along my lines of thinking. I said, okay, I'm gone. I'm out of here. That's it. So that was, that, that was move number three out of the atrium. And I finished my half pizza and uh, my calamari on the side with a glass of water, and I felt great. I was feeling no pain. But that's what I got to put up with here in these liberal areas. You cannot believe how anti-American, how communistic they are, and how they, they're proud of it. First of all, Slate, by the way, is out of business the last I checked. And it was not erudite. It was sophomoric, incidentally. The right word is sophomoric, not erudite. But nevertheless, Slate isn't the issue. The issue is the activation of the left wing in this country and the silence of the right wing. And I'm going to give you a little hint. You don't have to yell. You don't have to scream. You don't have to challenge anyone. Can't you just speak out proudly about this country, wherever you are? If you're out to dinner with your wife, why can't you celebrate by talking about how proud you are of America? Why can't you say, I'm so happy that Eddie Gallagher, the Navy SEAL, was found not, not, not guilty? Why can't you say that? What are you afraid of? Are you afraid the illegal alien waiter is going to be mad at you? You can take your country back one place at a time a supermarket checkout stand, a restaurant, a Cub Scout meeting, 
a parents teachers meeting but you have to have the guts to be looked at oddly by those people who disagree with you or don't understand how far they have fallen as americans that's all i want to say about it i knew a woman who owned a huge vitamin company they built it from nothing her and her husband they were average poor people struggling then they hit it big with a vitamin supplement they became multi multi multi-millionaires in a short period of time they could hardly keep up with the cash flow I remember that woman. I admire her enormously. She said that wherever I go, even if it's a supermarket, and this was a rich woman at that time, I always talk about my vitamin line at the checkout stand. I say to the clerk something about my, my vitamin line. I, I never forgot that. Because you build a company, you build a movement, one person at a time. That's what you could do as an American. You can do it tonight in a restaurant. You could do it quietly. You don't have to challenge anyone. You don't have to be cocky about it. Just by being proud as an American, you don't even have to tie it to Trump if you don't want to, if you don't want to go that far. Just be proud to be an American. Just be thankful that this country could still take in millions upon millions of uh, immigrants and uh, give them so much that they didn't have in their, in their third world hell holes. And just be thankful that the vermin on the left can still get away with putting down and slandering this nation without being thrown in prison for sedition. And I want to go back to what I began my show with, in case you missed it, malevolent drones. Malevolent drones. And I don't mean the kind you fly. I am talking about those who have been infiltrated into our government, into our military, into our academic establishments. They are malevolent, and they're drones that are waiting to be activated, as you saw them activated in the, in the uh, Navy SEAL case. Like scorpions, they strike when they see a weakness or an opening. And what they use is uh, slander, lies, and deceit uh, to get ahead. And when they can, they attack. They often look like you, sound like you, talk like you, walk like you, but make no mistake about it, they are not you. Even if you are a neutral person who doesn't want to be dragged into politics, you should understand that the nation's future hangs in the balance like a loose tooth. I'm Michael Savage. Be here or be nowhere. Savage. And I realize today how we've gone when you listen to Cortex, occasional Cortex or these other, these leftists, that we've gone from freedom of speech to, well, something else which I call freedom of screech. Yeah, you heard it first. From freedom of speech to freedom of screech in one generation. So let's see what's in the news out there that I haven't touched on yet that you really need to know about. Like nothing. We can, we can invent news if you want. See, what was this obsession with breaking news? Fox started that with the flashing and the signs. And every minute you got to tune in, right? Nothing's going on. There's no news, no terrorism, no acts of violence. No one got run over that I know that's of any... There's no uh, insurrection. There's no revolution. There's no war. Things are good under Donald Trump. Things have never been better, actually. Everyone's doing better than ever. They can buy two pair of jeans. They can buy three dinners. There's six hits on a bong pipe. Everyone's got more money than they know what to do with. Stocks are roaring to record highs. And we're supposed to worry about the trade deficit. How can I worry about the trade deficit when I... Don't trade anything that could produce a deficit. So we don't worry about the trade deficit anymore. Now, of course, it was a Democrat president 
you'd hear uh, the uh, radio cartel screaming bloody murder about the trade deficit, but we've got to ignore it right now. According to the latest poll, Biden and Harris are now tied. Eh, I don't know. She didn't do very much. She's just a screecher. She's not going anywhere. Trump could, could turn her into pulp with one, uh, one, uh, one interchange between her, and, her and, uh, and, and I'll tell you, Biden produces a threat because he represents old uh, America. He represents quietude. Let's turn the clock back. But uh, Harris is no threat to Trump for three, four, five different reasons. And the main one is, is no one's ever seen the skeletons in her closet yet. But I can guarantee you, as I sit here, the Republicans have x-rays of those skeletons, which will be released if she ever becomes a real threat. Let's all celebrate Eddie Gallagher's release from prosecution. And never forget what I told you today about the malevolent drones within. The Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs>